I'm Logan Sims, and you're listening to Wolf Bites Radio, and I'm very excited to announce that I have an awesome guest meeting with me today. I have Lucas DeWert of Lucas and Steve, the dance duo from the Netherlands. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lucas. I'm very excited for this interview, and I, I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to speak with me. Awesome, yeah. Uh, first of all, thanks uh, for having us. Really, yeah, uh, really a, pr- a pleasure. Of course, and right now it's just me and Lucas uh, speaking today because you were telling me that uh, you and Steve are actually working with a couple of uh, very talented artists. Will you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, that's true. It's it's a, it's kind of a scoop, uh, but I mean, the track's uh, going to be out at some point, probably during the summer. Uh, we're doing a collaboration with uh, Mike Williams and uh, Kirby, uh, and they're both at our studio right now, and uh, we were uh, uh, working really hard on the track and uh, yeah I was like Steve you continue I'll uh, go and be happy to do the interview uh, so uh, yeah so that's what's going on right now they're actually in the room next to me and making music <laughs> as we speak so if you hear anything on the background that's uh, our new track yeah <laughs> wow really uh, really the inside scoop the first look if, uh, that, that's awesome um, again I do appreciate you taking time to step away for just a couple of minutes um, of course so before we get into the, the meat of the interview, can you just tell me a little bit about yourself and Steve and how you got started? Uh, well, yeah, the thing is um, uh, we both grew up in the same uh, city in the south of the Netherlands. I'm two years older than Steve is, uh, so, and we were at the same primary school, but because we're, there was a difference in age, we never really met until we were like, I was 16, Steve was 14, and uh, we were both DJing at the, at the same club at some point. And we decided, well, why don't we do a couple of sets together? Why don't we make some tracks together? Because we had already been producing for quite a, quite a while uh, so, uh, solo already. So we decided to, um, I mean, it worked out really well. And the tracks that we did together were usually better than when we made tracks on our own. Um, so we decided to exclusively join forces I think about six, seven years ago. So that's that's what happened. And then uh, Steve went to uh, uh, conservatory, which is uh, yeah, yeah, like music education, music college. And I went to university to study psychology as a bachelor's and a master's degree in uh, in economics. Uh, something entirely different. But I guess I just had broad interests, and uh, I was like, yeah, let's also try that. Uh, and then two years ago, we both decided to just go for music uh, professionally on a full time basis. And uh, that's when things really started happening for uh, for us as uh, the duo Lucas and Steve. Okay, and y'all are on the label with Spinning Records. That's it. Yep. How did y'all uh, get into that partnership with them? Um, well, the thing is, we um, there's actually a, a funny story. We um, we had this strategy to get in the picture with bigger record labels, and that's doing uh, remixes and reworks of mm-hmm. uh, uh, former house house hits. Uh, so a track that we remixed was a red carpet, all right, which is a real classic. What was it a really again? Really uh, red carpet. Okay. With all right, that's what the track's called, and we did a remix in through in uh, 2014, which uh, scored massively on uh, on in the club scene. Also, um, it was really long in the house, uh, the house Beatport house chart number one for I think for months. It, uh, that was huge. Um, so that's when uh, uh, we caught the attention of some uh, bigger labels. Uh, also of a of an America-based label, uh, which is called the Re- Real Time Records, mm-hmm. owned by a, and uh, you probably are familiar with uh, Roughneck Everybody Be Somebody, right? And that's what we did a, a next remix for, and that blew up entirely. And um, yeah, that's when we caught the attention of Spinning Records, and they approached us for a, a record deal 
and they also asked us um, whether it would be an idea if they would do our management. And um, I mean, after some conversations, we were like, yeah, this feels good. Let's uh, let's do it. That is awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. Now, your group's latest hit, Up Till Dawn, On The Move, is a remix of On The Move by Barthez from 2001. Uh, more or less, yeah. It's uh, I wouldn't refer to it as a remix because it's um, it's uh, literally it's a cover. So we just uh, grabbed a part of the melody of Barthez On The Move, but we added vocals. We made it into an entirely different song and a different genre. So it's really uh, a blend between house, deep house, and uh, and a pop song because that's what it is. It has a chorus. It has it has verses. So yeah, we we started off with making a, a a version just to listen to for the radio for Spotify, and it worked out really well. And we also decided to do a club mix so we could play it in our sets, and that one's going to be out in a couple of weeks. But I mean, for now, the uh, the version of Up Till Dawn uh, that's already on Spotify is uh, doing really well on the radio now. So uh, yeah, really happy with that. Yeah, we expect it to shoot up into our top 50, if not top 10, very quickly. It was just added this week to uh, to Wolf Bites. So I'm looking awesome. forward to sharing that with our listeners and seeing that take off because it is a very enjoyable song. Do you and Steve write your own lyrics? Uh, well, yes. In, in fact, we do for um, uh, it depends on what track. The thing is, you always work together with songwriters. Well, not not always, but if there's a full song, it's always a collaboration with with other uh, with other writers. But um, the thing is, our main focus is uh, production, writing songs with like melodies and chords. That's I mean, that's also our main focus. But lyric wise, we do write, write our scams, and then we're usually with a singer songwriter, and yeah, then we combine all our, all uh, of our, our ideas and. Uh, that's how uh, a good vocal top line comes alive. Awesome. Uh, Up Till Dawn released on April 28th, and I was doing some research up on it, and I, I saw that Spinning Records had released an article online about an alpaca trip. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Was that is. legitimate? Yeah, it is. It really is. It's really funny that that story even reached America. That's just terrific. <laughs> the thing is, um, we um, we both at, at our studio in the Netherlands, there is um uh, there's um how do you how do you say it? there's like an alpaca farm mm-hmm. it's not the biggest one but we drive uh, we drive by it like every day and every time we, we drive by it Steve's like oh look at them they're so amazing they're just standing there doing nothing that's so lame that it's amazing and that's why we love them that's kind of the story okay so that our management was like guys why wouldn't you make a video clip with alpacas um, so that's kind of how we built the promotion of Up Till Dawn around alpacas. There's, the video will be out in a couple of weeks, and it includes um, a lot of alpacas. <laughs> uh, it, cl- it includes us also. We play a major role uh, also and uh, with the alpacas. So uh, I think last week we did uh, two days straight green screen uh, video with, uh, with alpacas at the green screen set. So, uh, yeah, th- that's what, what the video clip is going to be about, and it's going to be out in a couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, th- don't forget to check it out because oh. I think it will be hilarious. I'm looking forward to that. Is that just the uh, marketing scheme, or is, or is that the actual music video is going to have Alpaca in it? Uh, no, it's also the actual music video. It's uh, combined, both marketing scheme, but also, uh, yeah, also the, the entire uh, video clip. 
Okay, so that seemed like a competition. So has there been a winner for who's going to go on this roller coaster ride with you? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I think two winners were chosen, and um, I think we're doing the Opaka trip with them tomorrow. I gotta check my uh, my schedule, but I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's close, but it's nearby, so uh, we're we would be at the studio anyway. So I think it's tomorrow. That is awesome. That I cannot wait to see that music video and to see the uh, alpaca and hear more about you're, that. You're gonna love it. <laughs> I know I am. I'm glad I, I did my research and I found out about that because that is hilarious and completely awesome. And I'm jealous because I want to meet an alpaca. I was gonna ask if it hasn't been completed yet, if there was any way I could get in on the competition, but <laughs> figure out another way to meet you and the alpaca. Oh wow. <laughs> so maybe I mean. Next time, definitely. Do participate. I mean, everybody can win. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and switch and look to an upcoming concert that you and Steve have this summer, the Tomorrowland Tour. Oh, yes. Yep. So you are performing on the main stage on Friday, July 21st with names such as Axel and Grosso, Marshmallow, Steve Aoki, Tiesto, Eric Prids. A lot of huge names. How are you looking forward to that main stage uh, with with those guys? Uh, the thing is, we did um, uh, we did Tomorrowland last year already, and we did the second stage, which was hosted by Lost Frequencies uh, back then. Um, and of course, the bar is raised, and it was already pretty high because we we're playing at Tomorrowland. Uh, but then, of course, you want to do main stage one day, um, and it's really hard to expect when that will happen because there are so many like big names that haven't done the main stage already. Uh, so to us, it, it kind of felt really unreal when uh, we were approached uh, to do the main stage. And uh, frankly speaking, uh, we posted uh, last week. We posted, um, yeah, the, the, for us the big news that we were going to be doing main stage, and it still felt a bit uh, unreal. So uh, I think it will. We will really realize what it's going to be like just the day that it will be, and we will be up there on the stage. And that, that I mean, that's got definitely going to be a blast, and we're really looking forward to it. Any chance you could send me some tickets? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the thing is, that's a hard part. Tomorrowland is a big festival. There's a lot of space for a lot of people, but still. Tickets are really hard to get, also for us, unfortunately. So, uh, afraid it's, I'm, I'm afraid it's really hard to help you with that. <laughs> no, it is all good. I'm just kidding, but I would love to be there. That is in Boom, Belgium. It is, yeah. At Deschore. Oh, that, that could be. That could be. I'm, I'm not sure about that myself, but it's the, um, yeah, it could be, could be like the, 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 the landscape where they're hosting it could be. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then the following Friday, on Friday, July 28th, you're performing on the spinning session stage, which I would assume is other artists that are part of the spinning record. Is that correct? That's it. Yeah. It will be a lineup with all DJs. Well, not all of them, but like the, the big names that uh, have been releasing on, uh, on spinning records. And also, I mean, uh, I've, I've experienced a couple of uh, spinning record stage hostings now, and it always goes off. So also that one, uh, of course, it will be after the main stage, and that will be the biggest for us. But I'm really sure that that weekend will also be uh, superb. What are you looking forward to most about those two weekends? I think Tomorrowland kind of has a magic vibe around it. Uh, if I compare it to our performance last year, it wasn't the biggest stage by far uh, that we've Played on, played that last year. Uh, we've we've been doing stages with I don't know sixty thousand people just at one stage, and that's amazing. But Tomorrowland, the stage that we played at back then, I think it had about ten thousand people capacity. But it felt, I mean, come on, it was Tomorrowland. It's something magic, and that's what the artists know because there's something special about it. But the the audience, the crowd, also knows it. 
to everybody out there, no, it's like, hey, we're at Tomorrowland. Let, let's make one hell of a party. And I think that's really special. And um, that's one of the things that I'm looking forward to most to. That's awesome. I wish you and Steve the best of luck with that. I wish I could be there. I don't know if I'll be able to make that happen, but that is very exciting stuff. Um, there's a lot of artists there that we play on our station that have incredible hits, incredible talent, and congratulations for being up there with them and just as talented. So it is awesome to see what you guys are doing. I'm really looking forward to what you have coming out with Mike Williams and Kirby. Awesome, Mel. Thank you so much. Now, I heard that there's a rumor of a second tour in the United States beginning in September. Uh, <laughs> rumors are spreading really fast. Yeah, I think yeah, we're uh, probably coming to uh, to the US in uh, in September. Actually, I'm pretty sure, uh, but I cannot announce where we're going exactly. That's uh, still a really secret, and I would def I would love to just shout it out where we're going. Uh, but it's gonna be a couple of really awesome places. Um, so, yeah, but we're definitely coming, but I can't tell too much, unfortunately. Could you possibly tell if there are at least some East Coast appearances? <laughs> there might be some East Coast, Coast appearances. All right. Well, this is your second tour, correct, in the United States? Yeah, Do you that's uh, it. Tell me a little bit about your you and uh, Steve's first visit to the United States. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, we've been there. The, the first time was in uh, during Miami Music Week, and uh, we did, I think, about seven or maybe eight shows in one week, which was uh, pretty freaking awesome. Uh, no, I mean, also that's I think that's comparable to the Tomorrowland crowd. Also in Miami, everybody's like, okay, it's Miami Music Week. This is we're gonna party like crazy, mm -hmm. um, and that's what happened. We had. I don't think we. I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't have any sleep at all that week. I'm sure we, we did, otherwise we wouldn't have survived it. We did a lot of partying, we did a lot of great shows, met an, uh, a lot of really uh, really great people. And uh, it just might be the reason that we're doing a, a second US tour so fast already. Uh, because sometimes um, it, it takes about, you take about a year to go back to, um, to a, certain, uh, to a cer certain country. But for the US, just a great experience, so I can't wait to get get back there. Absolutely. We can't wait for you to come back and to have the opportunity to see you guys in, in uh, our country. would love to be able to travel more and come see you and Steve, uh, Lucas and Steve, in the Netherlands and other places that you all tour around, but definitely looking forward to that tour in the United States. Lucas, I really appreciate your time today. You've been awesome. I've enjoyed uh, speaking with you. I hope you've enjoyed speaking to me as well as the Wolf Bites audience here on Wolf Bites Radio. Again, I'm joined by Lucas DeWert of Lucas and Steve from Spinning Records. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks uh, for having us and uh, hope to speak to you soon. Um, if, I mean, if there's uh, if there's any way that um, we're going to be playing uh, in the U.S., any place close to uh, to yours, then I will definitely let, let you know and uh, let's have some awesome party together. Yes, sir. I would, I would absolutely love to meet you, maybe get a party of people together through Wolf Bites. That would be incredible and an awesome opportunity, and I hope to meet you one day in person. Awesome. Let's do that.